right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I am actually, you know, jumping right into this. I don't have anything that's planned. Caleb. I don't have anything planned for the intro. No, that's Caleb. I'm Craig. That's yes. all we got. Yes. <laughs> Craig's usually the forgetful one, but so I yeah. guess uh Craig, what's new? Not much, man. You forget your name already and no one people really don't even know who's talking, so yeah, we we have run across that where there is the confusion between the two of us. I guess since a lot of our interaction is on Twitter, the easiest way visually to tell is I'm the guy who's got the full beard in my picture. Yeah. Caleb, that's me. Craig, however, does not. Uh, I have a little be, goatee going. Yeah, that might be the easiest way to do it. But if you saw us in person, my my ref, point of reference always is Craig is the old one, Caleb is the younger, good looking one. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, or Craig's the Craig looks like the guy from Chivago commercial. I get that a lot. <laughs> you do, you know. Uh, I actually thought that when I saw that commercial, and now that you bring that up, I do remember that you do. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I'm getting everybody saying, "Are you the Travago guy? Can you give me rates on like hotels and stuff?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm not that guy. Stop it." That's but, that's know. hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm going. Yeah, you know, I got that salt and pepper thing going, and everybody knows. And I got it in my goatee now. I'm trying to get rid of. I like to get rid of that, but it's not really matching my profile pic on Twitter. But, um, but yeah, you know, I get the Travago thing. So I'm probably, you know. Maybe I should just make my living at that. Yeah, pretend, pretend to be that guy, and maybe people buy you drinks or yeah. buy you dinner or something. Yeah, I'm hoping to, you know, score something that way. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you score some hotels. Yeah, call call them up and man, I, I maybe you could just show up at some of them and be like, "Don't you recognize me from the commercials? Where's my hotel room?" Right. But I'm also like, you know, do you ever get that from anybody? I mean, who do you look like? Do you have a doppelganger out there? Not really. I mean, the closest thing I got, um, and it's, see, I don't look like the person. How do I explain this? I look like a character from a movie or a comic book, but I don't really look like the actor who plays the role. Everyone always commented how he looked like Wolverine with my beard. <laughs> but right. I do not I do yeah. not look you cannot say I look like Hugh Jackman. Right, but so, you look like if you could play him. Yeah, like if there was another some movie or whatever and if somebody wanted somebody to look like him in college, I feel like I could have. Right. Now that it's been ten years, no, not quite ten. A long time since college. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't fit in that um Spot and anymore. how tall are you? I'm yeah, and that yeah, that too. I'm six three, so my See, height. Yeah, Wolverine's like almost five foot. I don't know. He's he's pretty short in the comic book. He's very very short. So. Yeah, but outside of that, I never get any look. The craziest look like I got was on our honeymoon. Uh, we had this uh, service in Florida where this guy was just like 
you know, he wasn't our chauffeur or anything, but he'd, like, pick you up from the airport, get you where you need to go, and you pay one fee for the week or whatever. Um, and he, I think it was when he was taking us back to the airport, he said, oh, man, I've been trying to think who you look like. And he's like, you look like Tim Tebow. Wow. I'm like, uh... Yeah, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> nah, I don't really see it. Other than the fact that back then... Uh, I was in good physical condition, so I was maybe the same size and had the same short haircut. I really didn't see. I felt like that was a stretch. Actually, staying on the sports uh, side of things and not to drag this out too long, when I dated a girl when I was in college, her family was from Wisconsin, and I would go out there and visit them. One of them said I looked like Brett Favre, and I'm like, okay, hold up. You're getting way out here. There's no way I would I say like you do. You look if, more like Brett Favre than I do. <laughs> right. So go. If you were my age, you would look like Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, you would have to have a lot of hair, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't have that as much. And then may, maybe it's my beard that covers it up. Maybe if I got rid of the beard, I would look more like Brett Favre. But. Yeah. Only in the Blue Brothers sports cast can you can, can get the Travago guy and Wolverine in a talk on this show. You'll never hear it anywhere else, but yes. here. So, yes, real talk from that's from, real talk right there, man. Oh man. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and end that conversation there, but that was, that was funny. That Travago thing is really going to crack me up for a while. Hey, if he's listening, man, yeah, I want him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Stand right next to him. He needs to do commercials for us. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, All right, well, we'll go ahead and move here into the football talk then. Actually, as I do that music transition, that was the wrong one, but no big deal. So, anyways, moving on to what people really want to hear about and talk about is Michigan football, and there's always something to bring up. Every week. Oh. Always, man. Always. Actually, I just, you know what? I'm going to throw you a curveball, Craig. I'm sorry. Use, uh, sorry. Right, Go ahead. We were just talking about different things that we were going to cover today uh, as we were getting set up to record. And there was one big one that I kind of forgot. And it actually might take a while. I, I really don't know. I'm not sure. But um, Jim Harbaugh made it public that he is inviting – Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, yeah, the honorary captains. And I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah, I told I. Uh, I mean, things have happened since then, so I've been focusing on the recent stuff. But this has been since yeah. our last episode, so um, it just a huge variety of reactions. Um, yep. And I'm. I guess I'll just hand it over to you, and I'm kind of interested to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. Well, I'm glad you bring this up. It's, I mean, it's not the biggest of deals. First of all, let me clarify something. Because I don't agree with a lot of things, and I've had that maybe on Twitter. I've had a few people say, you know, I have a huge issue. I don't. I don't have a lot of issues with a lot of things. I think we talked about the recruiting card by Notre Dame. I didn't have a huge issue. I just thought it was silly and stupid. So, Come on, uh, Craig. We know you blow things out of proportion. <laughs> right, exactly. So I don't have a huge issue. I just think you know, there's times where I just disagree with maybe most of the Michigan fans and just my 
Well, we're opinionated. That's what we're here on the show, right? You and I aren't always going to agree on everything. I think that's what makes the show great. So no, uh, you're opinionated. I'm right. <laughs> yeah, we need to make a shirt. You're opinionated, but I'm right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So um, when I first heard this, you know, and I, I kind of went down the route, the rabbit hole route of thinking, you know, why is he doing this? You know, and why is Jim Harbaugh doing this? Jim Harbaugh doing it? And I said, he's a very smart coach. I think he's everything he's doing is very well planned out and why. Um, there's a couple reasons why. I'll kind of go on the positives. I'll, I'll kind of throw that out, and then I'll kind of do the negatives about it. Um, the positives, I actually believe he's doing it because it's a good recruiting tool. Um, I think maybe there's a lot of players out there that are on the Democratic side and very much like uh, like Obama, you know, very charismatic guy. So, And I can see that. Um, so that's a very good recruiting tool. And if he can get them as captains, I can see that being another plus for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football. And I, and I understand that Michigan on its own, the university of Michigan is very, you know, liberal and that's okay too. And I understand it. it's nothing new to me and it's nothing shocking to me. So I'm not bothered by that. I think the only thing that really, really bothers me is the very fact is, you know, you and I aren't here to talk politics. We're not. Um, is it's a very uh, we're very uh, fractured society at this point. Obviously, a lot of people, you know, hate Trump, and I sometimes understand that. And I a lot of people like him, so it's a very fractured society as far as liking and hating him. But um, and you know, obviously riots, and you had one of the comics, you know having a picture out there of beheading the president and things like that. And there's just a lot of people that are pissed off. And I just think this comes at a bad time. I think, you know, maybe wait another year or two and then I'm cool with that. But I think it's things are a little bit too fresh right now. Um, we're only talking what five to six months into the presidency. And, um, so I do have a problem with the timing on this. So I would say most of the times I agree with Jim Harbaugh on this one. I really don't because I believe last year he had, what, Michael Jordan and Tom Brady, um, which was great. But um, this one I'm thinking, eh, I don't necessarily have a biggest problem with it, but I can see why he's doing it. I'm not going to say you don't, but I just think it's bad timing on, on this part. Uh, I think maybe next year when things die down a little bit. It's probably a better idea that hopefully that answered. Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. Cause I actually kind of feel then that you explaining it that way, that I'm a little bit on your side. I, I don't, I mean, I don't really see anything negative from it. I mean, I know there are going to be those people who'd be like, I didn't like Obama. I loved Obama. You know, that's going to be the case with any captain. Maybe if they know anything about him, they're going to be people who like him and people who don't. Is it political Uh, because uh, he was a political figure? Yes, but I don't see them making it about politics, though. Um, I think the timing thing that you said is totally correct. I didn't think of it from that standpoint. um, The timing could maybe be better. Uh, because it is just crazy, some of the things going on and everything. So that, I think, could have been improved. I agree with you on that point. But really, looking at it from it, 
It's just uh, he was a former president, so I mean right. he's, uh, you know, put him in the label of celebrity, and yeah. those are the kind of people that he's bringing in. And uh, he was very popular with some people, and there, I mean, could you imagine that being a recruit at that game and getting the opportunity to meet the former president of the United States? Because he's at the game that you're visiting for Michigan, right? I mean, that that's going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, so, right. you, like you were saying, a recruiting advantage. Um, one part that made a lot of sense to me that I didn't think about. Somebody brought it up on Twitter, and I can't give them credit on who it was because I can't remember who started the conversation around it. But if he does it, if uh, Harbaugh brings him in for the Air Force game, it seems perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. because of the relationship between his former office and, you know, it's air force and the whole tie into uh, the presidency with everything with that. So I do agree with you where I think the timing could be better, but really honestly, it's more of the sense of it's, it's a person, it's an individual. He's not giving him a platform and letting him give a speech. I mean, you, Everybody's seen what people have done for the honorary captains before. They walk out, they wave, and that's basically it. I mean, I think Rich Eisen did the most where he gave a speech at a camp, a pep talk. It wasn't, I don't know if you would even label it as a speech. So people getting all deep into the politics, I think, is kind of over the top. And And I think, you know, when you're talking about Harbaugh, who's, you know, part, he's a big part of his life is part of the, you know, LSC uh, campaign for justice. I mean, or the leadership council and, you know, and they're, you know, big in what given, you know, legal aid to low income Americans. He's been on that council for a long time. Um, as well as what Hank Aaron's been on that. Uh, I think uh, Grisham, the authors on there, um, some other uh, big name people on that uh, committee. So that's been a big part of his life. And that part of that, being on this uh, council is, you know, he's had to work with Michelle Obama and Barack Obama quite uh, well as part of that. And so he does know them. And I'm sure, you know, he is on that side and that's fine. I didn't I have no problem with that. I just, like I said, the only issue I have is just we're talking six months into his presidency and we already have this buildup of like fire going on with the new, you know, current presidency. And it's just, you know, sometimes I think, you know, maybe wait for a little bit of time to die down, but that's the only thing I have issue about it, but I can see why he's doing it. But that would be the only reason I would be a little bit hesitant on Jim Harbaugh. I usually agree with most of everything he does, but this one I'd be like, "Eh." you know, maybe wait until another year until things settle down a little bit, but um, yeah, not the biggest of a deal. But it's just one of those opinions I have. So yeah, and one one more thing I'll say before we move on to another doing air quotes controversial topic um, is that just because somebody's bringing somebody in or however whatever you want to view it doesn't mean that they agree with them on everything. Right. Exactly. Which is uh, amazes me how people just jump to that conclusion because I'll say this. There, there is a very good friend of mine, um, and I'm not. I won't go into it and everything, but uh, uh, 
a friend of mine who's in politics and everything, and we see eye to eye on a lot of things, but we don't see eye to eye on everything. Right. So, I mean, for people to just jump headfirst into that conclusion where this person must obviously agree with 100% of what this person has stood for or has done just right. amazes me. So, yeah. but that that I, I think that was a great coverage of that. I mean, uh, what we just kind of discussed because we broke down just the different aspects of it. So I think people just yep. sit back a little bit, think about it, and, you know, I don't even think it's confirmed yet, but we'll see what happens if they do accept or if it's postponed or anything like that. Uh, but I do think the Air Force game would be a very acceptable game for that yeah, to happen. Yeah, it's a very good game to bring that in. So, yeah. so yeah. from one thing to another, because uh, people had crazy reactions to the honorary captain uh, announcement, then there has been the announcement that's actually been out for a little while. We just haven't gotten around to talking to, uh, about it, is the alternative uniforms for the Michigan football team. Wow. Wow. Okay. I did not think that guys could talk about clothes more than women (laughs) and get so picky and bent out of shape out of it. Well, you know, we've been burned quite a bit. I mean, we're talking about what the last time we did alternative uniforms was 2014 Hoke era. And that's against Penn state with those, what color block white with the navy or navy blue shoulder with the I don't know maize stripes on it and I, you know what and they got criticized quite a bit they were ugly dude and I mean well first of all look it, look if we're gonna win we better look good doing it and that's why people are so mad so well okay let's put it this way I mean. Adidas too. Yeah, it was Adidas, and we're yeah, with Nike. Not, not saying that that's going to solve everything. Well, it helps that. Well, that's the reason why they did suck. So, yeah. So, I mean, there there have been pros and there have been cons. Uh, I can't. I thought I saw something when it was first announced that they were saying that there might be multiple games that there might be alternative uniforms, oh, or is it just one? Oh man, I hope it's just one. Is I, it? I and think, it's all white. I think it was one or two. Like We're it wasn't, all it, yeah, yeah. It wasn't going to be a ton, but if it, yeah. if it was more than one, it was just two. So this, I mean, it amazes me. It really does well, <laughs> the reaction to it. And I'll I'll actually give a little insight. And this actually for anybody who knows anything about uh, people who donate money and have been involved with that on any way, shape, or form with nonprofits, schools, whatever. Um, people are very opinionated and think that their giving gives them the right to dictate things or whatever. But I, I've told this story before, but I don't know if I've told this detail, but I applied to a position at the university of Michigan athletic department. And when I was interviewing, it was actually right before the Outback bowl. Um, Okay when we lost to South Carolina and we wore those alternative uniforms and we had the matte helmets. Oh Lord. There was, <laughs> I, I just saw a very brief interaction with some of the feedback from somebody. Like I didn't see 
the individual whose opinion it was, but there was a conversation going around me in the athletic department about donors and their thoughts on the uniforms and them arguing about their money and different things like that. And I'm just like, and this is why I think about then. And this is why I think about now to donors or non-donors. You're talking about usually one game a year. One game out of 12 or 13 or even 14 or more games, depending on how the season goes. But let's just say regular season, one out of 12 games that is going to be a different uniform. Is it it's really that big of a deal that people freak out that much? I mean, what what else are you focused on? for the rest of the year that that is the biggest problem that is destroying your, your sports life, that one game out of the year, they're going to have an alternate uniform. Does it bother you that if they look bad, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't like it when they look bad, but just the fact that that's the thing. It's one game. You're you're talking about how much, how bent out of shape people got. Well, and are getting, over the potential of what's going yeah. to happen with new alternative uniforms. Well, and Hoke and Dave, you know, Brandon did this multiple times. So yeah, well, no, that's the thing. It's just kind of like that. That when they did it before, it's just like okay, I I think this looks but ugly, but it's one game, so <laughs> right. I'll get over it by next week. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and also, you know, I, I remember those uniforms, and I was just like, oh god, they're hit, hit, hideous, obviously, and they're by Adidas, and. You know, what do you expect, you know? And I think Hoke and Brandon did, like, multiple combinations, too, of stuff. But um, it was bad. But I th- remember, this uniform is going to be all white, too. It's And that'll be very interesting. But you know what? It's going to be done by Nike. Harbaugh already knows what they're going to look like, by the way. He's not he's not really giving much out. But um I think he said he's going to be confident. He just said he's going to be, he's very confident that uh, Michigan fans will like it. So, and you got to be, you know, hoping that we do. And like you said, I don't think it's a big deal. It's only one game, but, uh, you know, I trust Harbaugh. I actually trust Nike. (laughs) Then I do Adidas. So if we were still with Adidas, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, oh, well, one game, but they're going to look ugly. But I trust Nike. I trust Harbaugh. And I think. You know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah, what fans yeah. think, man. Well, I totally agree. If if we, were, if we were still with Adidas, I would roll my eyes and sigh about it. But that's the exact thing where I'd be like, it's one game. Yeah, what so, game do you think they're going to unveil? Uh, they, of course, had talked about, I saw somebody say something about the state game, the Penn State game. Um, and those were the two that I saw brought up. So I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not one of those games, but yeah. Yeah. Penn state again. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but at, well, actually speaking, since you're saying that, you know, that they're going to be all white, I would say not the Penn state game because they will probably do a whiteout. So, yeah. Yep. But actually, didn't we do white uniforms? I don't know. Anyways, so it'll be interesting to see. I just, like I said, I just, it's, this is why I have to say. If it is really that big of an issue for you, that big of a problem, then one, don't go to the game. Two, if you don't go to the game and you're at home, don't watch on TV. And three, listen to it on the radio. 
if it bothers you that much to look at it, listen to the game on the radio. Because, I mean, that's how that's the way that people are acting. Like, I seriously see the things that people are saying and their <laughs> reactions that I'm just like, listen to the game on the radio then. If it is that much of a problem for you to see that uniform on the field and you are that bent out of shape about it and you have that bad of an attitude, listen to the game on the radio then. Then you don't have yeah. to deal with it. It, it, you could, or you'd probably say, "Man, that just sounds like you have ugly uniforms on." I mean, yeah. then, then if you get to that point, then that's your problem. Or, or, and, and like you said, don't jump on Twitter because I'm sure it's on there. But uh, I have very, conf- I'm very confident that they'll look good. I'm very confident in Jim Harbaugh and this, and what what's going on with Nike. He's very involved with them, so uh, I think they're going to be much better than what Adidas has. So I would say let's we need to. Uh, worry about bigger things than the uniforms being used so yeah i i agree with that so i mean people want to have their crazy reactions to it i mean they're entitled to their opinions but i just think there are other things that we could worry about more than that so yeah there you go all right um well I think we'll kind of save the small topics uh, for the end of the episode because there are some little popcorn topics that pop up and we'll be quick to touch on. So uh, the other big topic to discuss is um, Reddit College Football released images. I think this information has been out for a while, but they released images that were based off of the over-under win totals released by Vegas for the different conferences. Yeah, the final. Yeah. Uh, so the endings, yeah. Yeah, so basically they did predictions on the over-under for each team in the conference, and then what uh, Reddit did was did this nice little visual of what the standings would visually look like based off of those over-unders. And so, the I mean, if you don't remember, the over-under for Michigan was 8.5. So right. these are the standings by the divisions. For the Big Ten East, it would go Ohio State twelve and zero, Penn State eleven and one, Michigan nine and three. Then I won't bother with records here. But then it would go Indiana, Michigan State, Maryland, Rutgers. Then in the West, it goes Wisconsin twelve and zero, Northwestern ten and two, Minnesota nine and three. Then you have Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois, and Purdue. Well, they got Purdue not winning any games. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's yeah. their over under was uh, two and a half. So, yeah. Um, what from that would is kind of the most intriguing to you? Where it's I don't know, totally ridiculous, or you think they got that kind of spot on? What What are your kind of reactions to that? I sent you that image, so. Um, I'm really not shocked by where we're at, but, um, well, I'll say this. I'm looking at what's below us. We got Indiana eight and four, Michigan state at three and nine, Maryland two and 10, and then Rutgers two and 10, which is about right. Um, my problem is more than likely on where Penn State is, they're really giving a lot of love to Penn State. We're talking 
if they have them in eleven and one and eight and one in the conference, that means they're beating Michigan. Um, they're losing to Ohio State, but then they're beating Iowa at Iowa, which I don't think it's always going to be. That's not easy. Like you, you said, Iowa's never easy to play, right? And yeah. they have them winning, and then you got Indiana eight and four, and they have them beating Indiana, which I could see. But uh, the one interesting part is is at Northwestern and Northwestern is always tough at home to play and they have them at 10 and two. That means they're giving a lot of love to Northwestern on the other division, other side of the conference. So I think, man, they're really giving Penn state a lot of love. I think that's the part where I'm shocked. Um, and I'm kind of shocked that they have Northwestern at 10 and two. They have them pretty high up. So I know they're returning a lot of players, but, yeah, quite a quite a high, and then Iowa really dropped it t- towards six and six and four and five in the conference. So a little shocking for me, but you know, even North, Nebraska too. Boy, he's not giving them love at all. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that probably sticks out the most to me. I'm looking at the top three for each division, and for the East, I'm not surprised. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. Uh, I mean, I think interchangeable Penn State Michigan um you could flip off those uh yeah. but then if you go to the west Wisconsin at the top is not surprising but then the next two like you said Northwestern and then Minnesota yeah so they are really not um showing any love for Iowa or Nebraska the fact that neither of those are listed in the top 3 for the west is surprising to me i mean i know that they're not in tip top shape uh, Iowa losing quarterback and then different things going on with Nebraska. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I think that's kind of the thing that sticks out the most to me. It does show here, though, that they're saying um, the way that they have it set up here, they're predicting that uh, since Ohio State and Wisconsin are, they say, going undefeated, that puts Penn State and Michigan, all their losses they're saying are coming in conference. So, right. Yeah. That's kind of interesting to see. But I think just looking at it, and I know that's kind of tough because the listeners aren't able to see this uh, right now they're, as they're listening, but I feel like Maryland's a little low. I think they'll do better than 2 and 10. And yeah. I think. I think that's probably the biggest change uh, in the East. And then I really feel like either Iowa or Nebraska is going to do something different than six and six and four and eight. So those are the things that I could see swapping there. Yeah. And given the very fact uh, Michigan, I think Michigan state both have probably the, one of the hardest uh, schedules in, in, in college football, I heard. So, you know, Michigan, and that's not good for Michigan State. I see them at 3-9. In fact, that's about right for them. Um, I think there'll be a few games that they'll win against, you know, subpar teams. But uh, they get a rough road, man, just missing all the players and all those players that were kicked out and suspended and gone. So um, that's not looking good. But, um, yeah, Wisconsin, I mean, we're talking – they have them undefeated. They're really having them even yeah. beat them beating us. So, well, have you seen their schedule? Yeah, 
Have you yeah. are are you looking at right now? <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. really only see. I mean, there's their out of conference is just well. I mean, B at BYU is a tough game, somewhat tough, but come on, you Utah State and Florida Atlantic, get gosh, really? Yeah, the toughest <laughs> looking game, honestly, right now is at Nebraska, just because playing at Nebraska can be chaos. But, I mean, Nebraska isn't expected to be a juggernaut this year. I don't think it's going to be as bad as uh, Vegas is predicting, but we'll kind of see with that. But then the other game outside of that would be playing us, Michigan, but it, that's at home for them. Everything outside yeah, of that. right. That's have, the toughest game. Yeah, Utah State, Florida Atlantic, BYU, Northwestern, nothing. I mean, unless Northwestern is surprising this year. Um Maybe that'll be tougher for them. Uh, Nebraska was the one we highlighted. Purdue, Maryland, Illinois, Indiana, all those blah. You know, I mean, I don't see yep. any of problems with those. Iowa, if it was at Iowa, right, I would be more intrigued by that. However, two years ago, Iowa did go into Madison and beat Wisconsin in a very low-scoring game. So, I mean, but it's, it's totally a completely different Iowa team, so I don't even really count that for much of anything. And then there's the Michigan game for at home for them, and then they finish off with Minnesota. So, honestly... Yeah, that would be the one I would say that might be a little bit tough because they, if they got Minnesota at 9-3, that means they got them pretty high up, and they're pretty... they're deep. They got a good team coming back. Um, pretty good team, and they have them at Minnesota, and that might trip them up, but, yeah, like you said, it's, you know... Mm, kind of a cakewalk for them, man. So yeah, okay. We'll put it this way then: after Nebraska and Michigan, what do you think is going to be their toughest game? Yeah, I know there isn't one. Yeah, like I, I mean, I would put it between Minnesota and I, yeah, probably the Minnesota game, just because it's a road game. Because maybe Northwestern and Iowa there, but those are both home games for them. So yeah, it's probably. The the Michigan game, the Nebraska game, then the Minnesota game. Yeah, just because they're all at home, uh, and they're yeah at Mer- at Nebraska and at Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. so so they've twelve and zero seems totally attainable for them. So we'll kind of see how that goes. I mean, they got Michigan. You know, they got Michigan at nine and three, so they obviously have us losing three games in this so in our conference so they have a six and three in the conference which isn't very good i mean if you think about it but yeah. uh no that that would not be very good because then that would have us that would be tied for fifth i think or tied for sixth or whatever overall but um yeah what they're saying is we're we're beating we're losing a Ohio State, they're going to have us losing to Wisconsin. And yeah. then they're having us lose to Penn State. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, wait a minute. And wait, if you get, if you have at Wisconsin a loss, that's not in your conference. Oh, well, it's not the division, though. It's the right. conference, but not the division. Right. Um. See, my if they had Florida. Yeah, there's the Florida game. If they had nine and three and then seven and two in conference, I feel like that might be more, maybe more accurate. Because I, I mean, I'm feeling good about things here early on to a certain degree, 
But between yeah. Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin, you're telling me that we can't win one of those games? Right. And you also said this. If you're looking at our schedule, all three of those losses come, come at the end of our schedule. Yeah. For- like you said last year, you're saying we will win, win all the way down to past the Indiana game, and then we lose to Penn State, and then we win, 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 we lose to Wisconsin and Ohio State back-to-back last two games of the schedule. Yeah, let me see that. So you get Wisconsin November 18th, and then you got Ohio State November 25th. Yeah. So Uh, we play two tough teams at the very end of our schedule. When is... So we're off right before the Michigan State yeah, game. Right. Yeah, we'll have a bye. Hmm. So. Uh, I Looking at it, I would. Hmm. Well, we don't need to dive into We've already kind of had that conversation before. But, yeah, right. I, I think we win at least one of those games. Yeah, I agree. So we'll, we'll yeah. kind of see with that. But um, that's the main topics that we spent a decent chunk of time on, but there were a couple uh, things that you were saying that you kind of wanted to mention Craig of some smaller conversations or just things to mention. So I'll go ahead and let you direct that conversation then. Um, just uh, one of the topics I think we were talking about is how Michigan football and it just coming out, I believe today or yesterday, um, having USA Today, having Michigan football at um, number four ranking actually came out, which USA Today usually comes out with a ranking. They have us at number four, which is a big jump from, what, number seven, where we were. Um, so when you heard that, what does that make you think? What what's happening here? Because that's a big jump from number seven to number four, and how USA Today has come out with that. I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on them jumping so high when we haven't even started yet? Oh, that wasn't loud enough. I was trying to get smart with that <laughs> and use a sound effect. There you go. There you go. Um, I don't think that's right, and uh, I can't remember. Do are they going by who they th- – either either way, if they're predicting it for the beginning or the end of the season, I just think four is not right at this time. Just lost so many players, so many things changing. Uh, is it not possible to happen? No, it's absolutely possible. But to be at this point and to be labeling them as the number four team for the 2017 season, that – that is wrong in my mind, just because there are so many variables, so many unforeseen things. Um, I, I don't think that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, I, I first saw that and I think a little bit, uh, over reacting to it, obviously, you know, I thought no way there should be a four. I thought seven was about right. Um, at the time, and to jump to number four, and I can the only reason I can think USA today is doing this is because of our um, they have much more faith than maybe some Michigan fans in our old line. I actually have a lot of faith in our old line, but um, and then maybe because they think Spate is uh, proven, he's been here a while. 
Um, he's played in the tougher games. Uh, he, he's been in the spotlight, and that you know maybe they think our O line is a lot better than even maybe some Michigan fans think. And we have a stable of great running backs. I mean, we got you know Evans, and we got uh, Higdon, and then we got um, Isaac, and Bell Cow guy, and they. I think they have a lot of faith in that. And I think that, you know what, I really believe that they have a lot of faith in Jim Harbaugh and their staff now. You know, I know bringing in Pep and all them uh, really stabilizes on taking talent that they see, even if it's new talent, and making them better than they are. And maybe they're going by the defensive line and how good they're going to be, you know, led by Rashawn Gary and how he's going to be incredible and how they're going to have to double team that monster just to stop him. But, uh, I think they've just given a really, really big, a really a tough look at Jim Harbaugh and the way he coaches. And I think they think, you know, we're going to be better than we think we might be, which is cool. But, you know, we're trying to be realist here on the show. Um, even the Michigan fans are. But uh, I think they're really giving a lot, to, a lot of love to Harbaugh and his staff. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Like I said, I don't think it's right um, or an accurate place to put them. Uh, with so many questions, you bringing up the offensive line, I am comfortable with the offensive line. I'm intrigued. It'll be interesting to see moving forward. Um, we've already mentioned how that's kind of the biggest question mark, so we want to see how that progresses. But um, you did bring up an interesting uh, thing and in mentioning Rashawn Gary. I mean, it's almost like how can you talk about Michigan football now and talk, not talk about Rashawn Gary? But um, – uh, did you notice, uh, very small side note here, how people were putting out things, and actually, I, I didn't read it. I, I haven't been able to read everything that's been out with uh, Michigan football this past week and everything, but did you look at where they were saying Don Brown said that Rashawn Gary could, or, quote, is the best he's ever seen, end quote? Wow, that's big praise. Yeah, well, then I see somebody else say Don Brown s- says uh, Rashawn Gary could be uh, the best that he's ever seen or something. And I'm just kind of like, whoa, what what are we doing here? Because um, I'm just like, there's, there's a big difference between that. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I want to look into that. I haven't looked into it yet. Time has been not on my side recently. But uh, I was wondering if you read anything about that and had any thoughts. But I, it's just like, okay, I, it's one or the other. You can't. Well, I, I saw could be, I've seen can be, and I've seen is. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, the one that I remember seeing can be. Like Rashawn Barrett. Uh, Rashawn Rashawn Gary can be or could be the best that Don Brown has ever seen compared to Rashawn Gary is the best that Don Brown has ever seen. So it's like somebody needs to get on the same page, fact check, get it going. I'm sure. Parsing words here, man. I mean, that's a big deal. Add a word, it means everything, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, did you have another small topic? I can't remember. Well, I know that all, I believe this week, all 11 recruits, all recruits should be here 
this week, so okay. they'll be on they'll be on campus. So all the 2017 guys. Yeah, they should be here. So, which is great news. They'll get them going and seeing how they do. You know, obviously we'll have some of those big name players, and I'm intrigued to get Martin on the field. You know, being a slot guy, obviously we won't see him this year very much, but we'll see him next year. I think he'll be a great contributor. I'm hearing great things about him. Reminded me of a little bit uh, a taller Wes Welker in as far as hands and and speed and and he's a good player. So uh, yeah, so those guys will be on, and you know I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. But, yeah, that's it. All right. Um, oh, that made me think of something, but we can discuss that another time. So. So we've got a pretty full episode here and got a lot of good conversation in. So we'll go ahead and just move on to uh, closing thoughts then as we wrap things up. Is that like a song? What is that? That's that's, uh, a, song. that's a royalty-free song. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. I thought maybe like turn on the radio and I'm going to hear that and just think about our show and not the song who actually sings it. Huh, no, I wonder if people think that. I wonder if they're going. Where did they get that riff from? Yeah, no, that is from a royalty-free sound song. So, if for people who don't know, with uh, music and everything like that. Um, you need royalty-free stuff to use it unless you buy it and get rights and different things like that, just so that um, you can use it on podcasts and things like that. Nice. Uh, and that is why we have that one. I've been, I know a while back I was trying to find something new. I actually had have somebody that works with uh, some music stuff and was trying to see if he'd be willing to work with me on getting something new and original but i haven't been able to make that happen uh and it's like pulling teeth with some people sometimes but yeah what we got works and we'll see where things take us so all right well uh good episode always want to share at the end of it wow man what is going on with my i had an issue there with that sound if you notice that it got delayed and now my other electronic devices are just completely freezing up. Okay. Anyways, hopefully I don't have to buy a new phone. Um, but you can reach us on Twitter. We have a lot of conversation on there. We're on there on a regular basis, daily basis. We're at Blue Bros underscore Caleb or underscore Craig. And then... Yep. Um, you can always email us at bluebrotherssportscast at gmail.com. Uh, and then if you want to call into the show, we do have our voicemail that uh, is easy to call. Just call, leave a voicemail, and we can put it right on the show. It's 551-258-3276. That's easy to remember. That's easy to remember because it's 551-BLUE-BRO. 
So. Yeah. And happy Father's Day to you, my friend. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you, too. I totally... That that's what can be tricky with uh, when holidays and stuff fall on the weekend because we record pretty much in the middle of the week. So I forget to look forward to what holiday is coming up, and then by the time we get around to it, it's been a couple of days, and I forget what has happened. So ha- yes, happy Father's Day to you too, and to any fathers who are listening to the show. Happy Father's Day to you as well. Yeah, yeah, being a father's tough sometimes, man. So, you know, all that gray hair you were talking about with me, that's where it all came from. Oh, yeah. I've got a good size patch that's coming in on the side of my head. So, yeah, that's, you know, it's worth it. You know, kids are worth it. So, yeah, it, it'll be worth it if they uh, strike it rich at something. Yeah. Let, let me retire early. Other than that, it'll be a complete <laughs> failure. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, yeah, make some money so I can retire. <laughs> Yep, I'm telling my kids when they turn 12, they better have a job. Yep, better support me. Do whatever you can. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we thank you all for uh, tuning in again with us this week. Uh, We hope you all have a good rest of the week. Um, Hopefully the weekend gets here quickly for you. And we will finish things off, as always, with Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.